Hi, my name is Jillian Baxter, and in this episode of my podcast, I will be discussing the Black at UR hashtag and how it worked to break down the legacy of William J. Fulbright, who was a Confederate leader um, and very heavily influential during the Jim Crow era. So just to start off, um, the article mentioned that there was a law called um, the Arkansas State Arkansas State Capitol and Historical Monument Protection Act that basically made it illegal to take down any historical monuments unless they were approved by the Arkansas History Commission. So right off the bat, it was just very difficult to even try to break down any Confederate statues or anything that left a bad taste in people's mouth, especially with racial prejudice. Um, And not to mention, Arkansas is a very Southern state and was very much a part of the Confederacy. So there was a lot going on down there during the Jim Crow era that still is seen today through monuments like the one of Fulbright. Um, And some background on him. I know I already mentioned that he was a Confederate leader, but he, in the article, it says he voted against the Civil Rights Act, the Voting Rights Act, and the Fair Housing Act. And He also sought to preserve Jim Crow, and he was an architect of the final draft of the 1956 Southern Manifesto. So he's very, very against Black people in this era. And the article is basically arguing that because he was so influential and his statue still remains, it kind of just promotes the values that he held, and they don't align with modern-day values that most people in society hold. So because of this, a lot of Black York students, um, well, not only students, it was also a lot of staff and just people from the community, um, some of which were white allies, they used Twitter, which I know we've talked a lot about in this class about how social media is very useful with argumentation and debate, they used Twitter and created a hashtag called the Black at UARC. And basically they shared their experience of racial prejudice within and without the university and how it correlated to Fulbright's statue. And their main argument was that his statue should be removed, which the whole removing Confederate statues has been very controversial lately. But instead of just wanting to knock it down, They did have the idea of moving it into a historical museum so that it's still there for memory and to learn from it, but it's not standing in front of everybody's face. And a really important thing that I read that caught my attention in this article said, forgetting is a purposeful way of remembering against the grain of institutionalized structures. And that basically goes against every argument that anyone would ever have to support keeping a statue because a lot of people that want to tear them down and remove them from being seen by the public all the time, they're usually criticized for wanting to forget history and to just erase the memory of everything that happened. But here, it's almost arguing that forgetting it is a way of remembering it. And I think that's really influential. And yeah, but... This has happened a lot lately with the whole breaking down statues, especially on college campuses. 
Uh, this article was written in 2020, but in 2021, we saw this at Texas A&M University. Um, I believe the person that was pictured in the statue was Lawrence Sullivan Ross, and he was a Confederate general and also a governor during um, the Jim Crow era. But he had a statue and the students there rallied to remove his monument. And I believe they were very successful with that. They also protested against the University of Texas alma mater, which had historical ties to racial prejudice. So this is a very prevalent thing going on with people protesting against historical statues that may not align with society's values. And I think it's important that people are protesting and standing up for what they believe in. Thank you.